welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T! Yay, we did it, T! <laughs> and T! <laughs> Season 6, we finally nailed the intro! <laughs> I'm still on, we're on Season 6. <laughs> oh my god, Season fucking 6. Mary is blonde! You guys, fuck that, <laughs> Mary's still here! Yeah, yeah, Mary's still on the Son show. Of a bitch! <laughs> Like, when she was in the credits, I was like, God damn it. No, she's <laughs> like, not leaving. Seriously, when is she going to leave? Uh, and we still... Yeah, there's a lot... Whatever, it's fun. It is what it is. I will... We Did you notice? No more family dinner at the end of the opening credits. Right? Now it ends on, like, some weirdo scene of, like, Annie and Eric, I think. Uh, yeah, I they kiss know. or something. Ugh, like, uh. we have to see that shit again. <laughs> Although, this episode does set up something pretty interesting for that relationship, I think. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we'll get into it, but... Oh, no like, spoilies. No, no spoilies <laughs> to our own podcast that we're about to begin. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no more family dinner that, mm-hmm. like, changes depending on whether or not Mary's in the episode. <laughs> Sam and David are in the credits for the first time, yeah. which is really exciting. They're... They're so much older now. I know. They're cute. They're like walking and talking beings. <laughs> I know. And apparently, you know, opening up a Lay's bag of chips everywhere on the foot, you know, just stomping away. These little shits. How old are they now? Like four? You know, wait, uh, were they one? No, two. So there are three? Didn't they just have their third birthday in the Valentine's Day episode of last season? Was that third or second? Oh, it might have been second. It had to have been second. That does feel right. But then also timing-wise, I don't actually know. I, I literally know nothing. We'll find out Call when Valentine's Day comes up. That's true. That's true. <laughs> In about 15 episodes? 15 episodes. 14 episodes-ish. We'll see. Who knows? Um, eight. 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 No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we also should probably address the elephant in the room. So as we've been waiting for, this is the first post 9-11 episode this aired on september 24th 2001 holy shit i forgot about that yeah and weirdly like not addressed at all which no it's not i guess it won't be not yet that's true because they probably filmed this prior to like Mm -hmm. in the summertime or whatever that's a very good point but also Interesting. I mean, like, we'll see, I guess, maybe, like, episode two or three might It's weird. I have so many. That. I have so many questions to ask you about Mary. No, please. Let's just get into it. Fuck it. Mary's back, y'all. But I'm talking about, like, <laughs> things about Mary in the future that... Well, does it matter? Oh. Am I ruining it for anybody? Like, really, know. am I ruining I f- it? I mean, I feel like most of our listeners have watched the entire series. Okay, cool. Like, we're probably the most out of the loop of our own podcast. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. In terms of the listenership. I, I also should mention, I refuse to look into future episodes. I do, too. For the most... In in the general sense. Like, of course, you know, initially we did things like look at the IMDb or whatever, but I don't like to look ahead either. Um... But like okay, like what what are your questions? I'm curious. Or now. maybe maybe it should have piqued my interest. Only oh God. I'm just <laughs> so confused. Like looking at you being so confused right now. Because is be, because I'm, well one, am I getting a few things mixed up and I don't wanna do that? So how about this? Let me just hold on to my thoughts and my questions. Okay. And they might come up maybe in future recordings or I don't know. So okay. just okay. yeah, let's let's but you, feel but it but out. Do you have your questions written down? Uh yeah. 
Okay, so like, make a note. If they don't get answered, sure. Then ask them, I guess. Or kill. I, I, I'm I'm saying that like I could answer questions. I don't. I mean, I know, but you know more than about, me. That's true. You know more than but, me. Like, so I'm gonna I'm really, gonna you, and I'll tell you what I I know very precious little about Mary's overarching arc. I know I, she I, still has one. Well, no, I don't know. That's, that's exactly my point. I, I literally don't know. Like, I know a little bit about where Lucy ends up. I know a little okay. bit about where Ruthie ends up. I, a little bit about... I mean, very little bit about Simon, but that's about it. Like, I really don't know much else in terms of anyone else or, I mean, in terms of other characters. All I know about Simon is Ashley Simpson. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's about I know. all I know, too. Like, I'm really excited for Ashley Simpson. <laughs> It's going to be so good. God, I wonder what season that is. Okay, let's not. Yeah, let's focus on the task at hand. Episode Episode 601. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I just realized I don't have the spoilies up. So bear with me. Vamp for time. It's been a minute. Classic Lady J, unprepared as always. Uh, Bullshit. (laughs) Um, It's usually me. It's usually you. Um, okay, so episode 601, mm-hmm. titled Changes. Oh, okay. Ch- uh, oh, now it, everyone's singing. Ch- 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 all right, changes. All right. yeah, um, yeah. yeah, exactly. That that doesn't get said enough in nope. this episode. Um, oddly enough, sort of continuing the trend of one-word titles from last season. Yeah, that's true. I don't think I was expecting that, but pretty cool. Maybe it works. I don't know for now. Yeah. We'll see until it turns into like a long-winded poem again. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Or, like, a direct quote from the episode or something. Oh, God. Okay, and the Amazon Prime spoilie for this episode is Eric's stress level soars when his family experiences growing pains. Hmm. Mm. (laughs) Interesting. Wait a minute. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Let's talk about this. Who goes through growing pains? Uh, Everybody? (laughs) I mean, basically, like, I mean, yeah, everybody, really. Yeah, damn them hormones. (laughs) Damn them hormones. Damn them hormones. (laughs) I mean, because I was going to, I was going to argue, like, maybe Matt doesn't, but even he kind of does. Like, they're all, everybody, I'll say this, right out the gate, like, or the the cold open of the episode or whatever is Eric at the doctor's office mm-hmm. having just completed a physical or whatever. Yeah. And um, the doctor's telling him, like, he's in perfect physical health, like, everything's cool. But Eric seems to be, like... <laughs> I don't want to say not believing the doctor, but sort yeah. of conveying that, like, he's under a lot of stress, you know? Yeah. Like, and so he's concerned about yeah. his stress level or whatever. Or his health because of his stress level. Yeah. Um, and what I love about that that scene is, like, sort of the tail end of it. When the doctor... Like, like literally, Eric is, like, getting dressed and, like, walking out the door. And the doctor, rather than just, like, letting him leave, is, like, pestering him, kind of. <laughs> is it Annie? Yeah. Matt? Mary? Lucy? Simon? Ruthie, the twins. Is it the kid who moved in with you? Is it Robbie? It's all of them. It's all of them. (laughs) He's like such a dork. (laughs) 
Also, did you notice Eric seems to have aged? Yeah. There's like significant, there's like aging on his mm-hmm. face that mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen before. I know. Or like there was like, you know, a significant sort of jump in that direction. <laughs> but okay, I know he's aged, but I feel like this guy has looked the same for 15 years. That's true 20. too. That's or- true too. Yeah. I mean, if you, I'm sure if you like put a picture of him side by side, like one from every year from like 97 to now. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you could, like, see the evolution, kind yeah. of, and, like, see that he's aged. But when you're just looking at him, like, he really looks untouched by time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, but you know who doesn't look touched by time? And, in fact, looks better than I think she ever fucking has? Annie, dude. I really do like how Annie looks Annie right now. Annie is crushing it. She looks so good. Yeah. Her hair's on point. Like, she just looks great. She's glowing. Mm. Well, we know why. <laughs> it's sweat yeah. from the hot flashes. <laughs> when uh, they start, they mentioned that, what was it? Like, what did they mention first about her? Was it her, she's tired all the time? And she's eating weird. Yeah, and I was like, oh, menopause. Like, I just... I, you just went straight there. I went straight there. I was like, no way this bitch is going to have another kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so what so else obvious. is it going to be? It's also, it also helps to know that, like, we know she's not having any more kids, like, mm-hmm. because we know that in the, in, the, in the arc of the entire series. So, like, clearly it's not that. So, like, what else could it be? It's pretty obvious. Um, yeah, because this show would not handle abortion well. <laughs> or, at all. Yeah. In fact, or, it's yeah. never even presented as an option. Yeah. And I, do, I no, they wouldn't have done this. I think it would have been like too long. It, they would have focused on the emotions for way too long than they probably need to. Like miscarriage. Oh, do you get what I'm saying? Interesting. Like if you think about it, I, I think that would last like easy six to seven episodes about oh, her yeah, emotions. That, I mean, that would and be like, like a full season arc. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, they'd be no. like, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. Well, I mean, they could have, though, frankly. They, yeah, they could have. the kind of show that could have done that if exactly. they wanted to. They just clearly didn't. But um, but it's interesting that you say about, uh, like, abortion or miscarriage or whatever, because for a split, very split second before I caught up to my brain and was like, definitely not, I almost thought maybe that was Lucy's deal. Like, Ooh. I almost thought that, like... like oh, because like, she came back? Because of the whole, like, she broke off her engagement and it was a bad goodbye and she's back in the Camden house yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I wonder. And because of the whole, like, Robbie of it all, like, it's just so much to, uh, to unpack in this episode. <laughs> oh, Robbie. Oh, Robbie. I'm not going to lie. When... <laughs> Why do I even have to put that out there? Anyway. Um, <laughs> don't lie. Don't lie. Please. <laughs> um, okay, I don't even know how long this episode was. Maybe about 48 minutes or maybe less. Oh, you think longer than most? Because they're usually about 44. Okay. So, 44. I felt the entire hour. So did and I. And it's not an hour, but it felt like an hour. So did I. I wanted this episode to be over. I'm like, okay, you gave me too much information or too much detail per character. It really does feel like that. And and I feel like what what hurts it, I guess, if I don't know what the right term there is, but like I think what adds to that feeling mm-hmm. is like Ruthie's constant expositioning. Like yeah. like Ruthie is once again just an exposition machine in this episode. Yeah. I mean like stuff's kind of happening to her which we'll get into I guess, but like 
like from minute one, she's telling us all about what's happening with Annie and about Lucy and about Mary and about yeah. Robbie. It, like she's just telling us constantly, and it happens over and over again. And I'm just like, okay, but we know that already. Like, can we just see those the episode unfold and move on? Like, can we just watch the episode? It's like when they don't know what to do with Ruthie. This is what they give her. I know, and it's frustrating because, especially now after all these years, like. Like, Ruthie is old enough and, like, ha- like, as a character has agency enough to, like, have her own storyline, to carry her mm-hmm. own story in an episode. So, like, like give her something to do. Like, or, like, know, she can be, or she can be the Simon for once and, like, just drop some knowledge somewhere in passing. Not, not, not like, yeah. break it down. Yeah, Let her yeah, not yeah. break down everything. Right. Yeah. That's all. Just yeah. drop some knowledge, boom, walk away. Right. And make it funny like Simon did. But Simon was just awesome in Simon, that way. Yeah, Simon is, is on another level yeah. as compared to the other Camdens, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this is an episode that would benefit from a chronological review as opposed to like a story by story. Actually, I don't even know if that's true. What are I, your thoughts? I have no idea how to break this down because it kept <laughs> jumping. Hard. Yeah, it is, it is a weirdo kind of plotting. Like... It is a lot of jumping around, and the stories are, like, kind of connected, but not really, mm-hmm. and they're all just sort of, like, things are happening. That, and, and, of course, of course, I feel like it has to be that way, especially on a season opener. Yeah, because Which you know, they are like, like this. Yeah, because it's like, you know, we have to get back into the groove with the yeah. Camdens, and, like, you know, like, sort of maybe reset certain things, which they do a lot of in this episode, Yeah, and sort of then, like, create new jumping off points for the rest of the season and stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, okay. So I guess, I don't know. Let's just get into, I, I don't even know how to get into it. But so everybody's still in the house, but Mary, Mary's in Buffalo. Right. So, so the big cliffhanger of last season was the big, will they or won't they with Wilson yeah. question or will she or won't she with Wilson. And basically <gasps> we find out that she's, she, she will with Wilson. Yeah. Um, and I guess they move back to Buffalo. So when you saw his name in the credits, who Andrew Keegan's, Oh, I didn't actually. Okay. Cause he wasn't in the, in the opening credits. Like he's like, he wasn't, yeah, you know, it was featured or whatever. Yeah. So, and I didn't pay attention to the, okay. Yeah. So I did this okay. time. And when I saw, him, I was like, Oh, so bitch is marrying him, huh? <laughs> Little did you know, that's the central question of this episode. Or one of them, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so she's back in Buffalo, and they're, like, on track, and Robbie is not handling it well. Yeah, so apparently we have two crybabies in the house, Robbie and Lucy, (laughs) but I... Oh, God. Looks like Lucy's not only back, she's crying just like the old days. Some things never change, huh? But like at this, I loved that. It was funny, but I was like, God damn it, fuck you guys. Like always That's true. The men are talking about a woman's behavior. Fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so Lucy's crying and Robbie's Before crying. Before we go on, I have to mention, as we record this, the Golden Globes just happened. Oh. And can we talk about Which part? All of it. Okay. It was such a like I don't know if I was just too drunk or what, <laughs> but I was like crying. From minute one. Really? All of the speeches were phenomenal. Amy Sherman Palladino getting two Golden Globes when she got nothing for her for her star Gilmore Girl show. Like it was like what a coup. Like AASP is 
back. I, I and then Jessica Biel being nominated for something like she's never been nominated, nominated for, for shit. anything. For and shit. she looked phenom, okay? I, I she do want to watch it. She fucking crushed it. I want to watch it. I know. I and it. now I do too. Okay, so let's be friends and watch it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I guess we can be, be friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> like the Golden Globes were phenomenal and then Oprah's speech, like literally I had to open a new bottle of wine after Oprah's speech. I was floored. She is amazing. Like I've, I've never been one of those like Oprah like people like I've I never know. been like she's God oh my God she's the best I mean I appreciate her for everything she's done but I'm not like one of those like people but after that speech I was like yas queen Oprah all day long totally fucking Golden Globes ruled so I I, I was sitting um, sitting on the couch and there were other there were two women sitting next to me mm-hmm. my mom and my friend and. Oprah's giving her speech. We're we're just quiet, obviously. Mm-hmm. No one's saying yeah, a word. Yeah, just like you could hear a fucking pin drop. Yeah. <laughs> but as we're watching, you hear one person sniffle, then the other, mm-hmm. then all three. And then as she's done, I'm like, fucking Oprah all the time. Oh, my God. She was phenomenal. Yeah. I love that, like, her speech was, like, barely even about her career. Like, it, I mean, insofar as, like, she she talked about her career as, like, being this like game changer yeah and then talked about how like the game is changing and like time's up and all that stuff like she's just she was she crushed it okay let's just say she fucking crushed it she, she and but does. all of the speeches crushed it i was so proud like usually at these award shows like the speeches are what take me out of it because like yeah. cause, like and mind you I should say I'm not I've sort of given up on watching award shows but anyway did not James Franco's kind of take you out of it no in fact I loved his even more so because, because he it stopped was about, talking because no because it was about his brotherly love like like he like he took time out of his speech to like make it about his brother and his mom and his family that i like and i had literally just seen disaster disaster artist the day before and i have all this like love and affinity for tommy wiseau and like the fact that he like brought him up on stage i was like oh my god this is the greatest thing that's ever happened but i'm not gonna lie my heart kind of broke for him when when he was about to say something and he stopped him i know my heart did kind of see him on letterman or not letterman (laughs) That's not a show <laughs> on um, Colbert the next day or no, day. I didn't because because Colbert like asked him about that or whatever and he said he said okay yes I know I like did that like I stopped him from having his moment or whatever but like you have to understand like I I knew I only had forty seconds and I knew what I wanted to say and I didn't want to like not talk about my brother and in this and and he fully acknowledged like what he did was like quote-unquote a dick move but it's like but then he but then he took the time on colbert to be like do you want to know what tommy was gonna say because he kept telling it to me all night <laughs> like whatever and then in his tommy was voice he he said what what tommy was gonna say which is that like if everybody loved each other the world would be a better place mm. so i'm not saying that's not a worthwhile message obviously but like in favor of like showing love to his brother and his mom and shit, like I'm all about that. I'm That's, still, I'm still, cool. I'm still trying to understand why that guy has a funny accent when he's from Louisiana. <laughs> but he's not though. Isn't he from? <laughs> That's just what he says. <laughs> Oh, okay. So IMDb is wrong. No, but that's the thing. Is like that's like if you watch the movie and if you listen to any of Dave Franco's like interviews for a disaster artist that he's done on the circuit. Like, there's three big questions about Wiseau that are are still 
basically speaking unanswered. Okay. One, where he's from. Two, where he got the fucking money to make this movie because he financed it himself. himself that's and true. it cost six million dollars. <laughs> like, like the guy just has the money somehow. Like, I don't understand. Like, no one will ever understand it. He's Ooh. just he just says like this money's not a problem. Whatever. And then and then the third one is I can't remember it now. But like, suffice it to say, like there's these like these, these big questions that like. Are just unanswered. You'll never, we'll never get to the but bottom. But that of accent is just to die well, for. That's it's awesome. I mean, he's. I mean, he's obviously Eastern European, right? Clearly, the, clearly. Yeah. But like, no. Yeah. I mean, he will go to his grave. His IMDb will say he's from Louisiana. <laughs> like he's from New Orleans or New Orleans. Like, like that's where he's from. It's it's the craziest thing. Disaster Artist was great. Like I knew I was gonna enjoy it, and I and it was on my list to go see this year or last year or whatever. And I and I finally saw it, and it and I came out of it with like just my heart so full of love for Tommy and for this whole thing, and for James Franco, like for doing this thing. Like it's pretty fucking great. <laughs> like it was good. Hmm. It was really good. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. okay. Did we do enough about the Golden Globes? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, okay, so Mary's in Buffalo with Wilson, Mm -hmm. and... Happy as a clam. Happy as a clam, and they're they're not living together, because she's still living at the colonel's house. Yes. Now she has her own line, Mm -hmm. we find out. Her own phone line, that is. Um, We get to see the colonel! I know, that was a fun treat. I know, because, I I mean, we've seen, uh, what was it? Ruth, we saw Ruth last year. There we go, yeah. at the end of last year. And George Nostaki. But yeah, I mean, so it's cool. Like they're happy. Billy's different. Bill, the actor that plays Billy, oh, I know, is like a different actor, and he's like grown up. Exactly. Majorly. I'm like, uh, he's like this like tall, lanky little kid now. Like, how old is he? <laughs> what do you see? What What does Wilson say when he walks in? Hello, gorgeous, or something like that, or it, something like that. And he goes, "Who are you talking to? The blonde or me?" And whatever. I was like, <laughs> y- y- "You be cheesy." <laughs> yeah, it's cute. Um. Excuse me. So, and then, but like, but Robbie, on the other hand, is not handling it well whatsoever. But like, we, why? I know. Talk about rewriting or resetting from last season. Their breakup last season was really great and really mature. And it felt mutual. Like, it felt like they were both in the same place. Yes. And it felt like the right thing for their relationship or whatever. I think I have it down in my notes. But wait a minute. I thought he was in love with the family, not Mary. I know. And it's kind of sad to see him this way. Like, I got annoyed. I, yeah. I got annoyed. Okay, thank you. That's it. It's sad, but it's also like, but you shouldn't be feeling this way because the, we saw the breakup last season and it was fine. Like, you guys mutually agreed that it was the right thing to do. And yeah. that there's like that, that whatever love you guys have for each other is not like love loves to like continue this long distance relationship yeah. or whatever and you know to move on so it's sad that he's like not moving on Ugh. but in but so not moving on that he fucking calls the colonel <laughs> and okay definitely problematic now what in god's name would reduce you to tears and please don't tell me it's mary <sighs> it's mary get over it I- i've tried but i can't Can't is not a word in the Camden Dictionary. You will do whatever you have to do. 
And you have to get over Mary because you cannot go walking around crying like a sissy. Oh, I'm not a sissy. You know who says that? Sissies. Now you get yourself together and get out of there and find yourself another girl. And that's an order. <laughs> I, I, you had me whenever he said, are you crying? It's Mary. Get over it. You had me up until yes. there. And then whenever he's crying and he calls him a sissy, I'm just like... Not cool, dude. I was like, I'm... Oh, this is why people have problems. I know. And and I want to make excuses for him. Like, he's from a different generation and this show is from a different generation. But, like, no. It's never okay to call someone a sissy. Like, no. it's just not. That's not going to make them change. Like, that's exactly. not going to make anything better. Like, just don't. Yeah. How about, <laughs> you know? Like, I just found it funny. Are you crying? It's Mary. Get over it. Like, I that was that funny. That was cool. And then at the end when he's like, he's like, get yourself another girl and get over it. Like, yeah. I'm on board. Just cut out the sissy talk. That's yeah. unnecessary for everybody concerned. He's allowed to feel. Yeah, um, that's true. He's allowed to feel and he's allowed to cry. <laughs> Maybe not. <but laughs> to the colonel, he's, he's not. He's allowed to cry. I'm, I'm on the fence about why he's why? crying oh, so hard about Mary or whatever. And then we do get that cute scene when he's like talking to the twins and he's like, he's like, you know, like now, now she's with that guy. And like, it's like, I'm not okay with her marrying Wilson or is that what he says? Like, he, yeah, he basically is like, he's like, he's like, I'm not okay with her marrying Wilson or anybody for that matter. Not that I want to marry her. Yet, I mean, not that I. I mean, we're not ready for marriage. And I'm like, <laughs> can you make up your mind? And then he's like, he's like, and now she's gonna be someone's mother. And like, he's got this kid. Kids are like puppies. Yeah, <laughs> like, that line. Yeah, that line was my kids are like puppies. Kids are like puppies. And then he tell. And then he turns to the twins and he's like, you guys know. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was cute. It was it was endearing. I'll say that. Yeah. Um. But I just, okay, I, okay, so that's kind of Mary's whole deal. Like, the colonel also pulls Mary aside at some point and, like, gives her a wake-up call. Like, hey, you know, okay, you guys are on the marriage track or whatever, but, like, what the fuck are you going to do with your life? Like, you know, what about school or whatever? And she's like, I don't know about school. I don't know if it's for me. And he's like, okay, so you're going to marry this guy. What if something happens to him? How are you going to care for for Billy? Yep. That's the kid's name, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the <laughs> How are name. you going to care for Billy? And that's like, that makes Mary like, oh, shit, I hadn't thought about that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, well, I'll just play the clip. You know, I think a college education offers more opportunities for employment, but... You're not interested in college. Maybe you should try public service. Now, public service is a wonderful way to serve your country and support your family. And, my dear, it seems very clear that you are about to have your own family. So, let's not waste any more time on trying to figure out who we are and what we want to do. You are the future Mrs. Wilson West, mother to Billy West. Get a job by the end of the week. But I have a job. I work at the homeless shelter. Could you support Billy on what you earn at the homeless shelter? Is there a future in that for you? Well, no, but... No, 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 no buts. Serious relationships call for serious commitments. Get a job. Good night. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's all, get a job, peace out, end of story. Yeah. 
Like, major wake-up call for Mary, for sure. Well, yeah, she definitely she needed, needed that. that. Yeah. She definitely needed that because I really think for a minute there, she was in La La Land. She was just, like, happy and, like, I'm going to marry this guy and, like, everything's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm, no. Yeah. You're marrying something with a set of baggage, like, you know, and you can't... And that there's no um, growing together. I mean, there is, but not that much. Like, there isn't so much room for that. Yeah. Because it already comes with a set of responsibilities more than what you bargained for. Like, it's one thing to get married when it's just you two with not a clean slate. But you know what I mean? Everybody walks in with their shit. Of course. But, like, when there's another life involved... It's a whole different ballgame. Exactly. Yeah. And Annie says as much in that scene when she's on the phone with Mary. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know why you want to tie yourself down with a family. I mean, it's a lot of responsibility. A, a tremendous responsibility. An unending responsibility. Who's that? No, all, all I'm saying is that you need to live your own life before you live someone else's life. Otherwise, when you get to my age, you're, you're going to want to live the life you never had. And you're always going to wonder, you know, about what you could have done if you hadn't limited your choices so early on. It's Mary, all right? Oh, fine. No, I, I just didn't realize you had limited your choices so early on and that had left you wanting to live the life you never had. And when did you start thinking like that? I'll call you back, all right? I was trying to have a conversation with our daughter before she goes out and does something stupid. Well, she can't, she can't seriously be considering marrying Wilson. Not now. Not anytime soon. Oh, yes, she can. Now or sometime soon. I mean, I really like what Annie's saying to Mary. It's coming from a place of love. Yes. It's, it's coming off a little harsh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Especially in the context of, like, she's in the kitchen with Eric and Eric's, like out of the loop of all the stuff that's going yeah. on with Annie or whatever, but it's totally valid. No, yeah, it, it, it comes from a place of love, like you said, and all those questions should be brought up. Not to say that Mary can't handle it or anybody that walks into a relationship like that, like, again, to each its own. Exactly, and, but and, you and that's should, not to say that she shouldn't marry Wilson. Yeah, it's just, can you answer those questions, you know, 100% with the... with you know, knowing and feeling that, yeah, I can do this and I know the responsibilities and I want them. Right. That's right. it. Yeah. That's it. Cause you can make it work. It, but again, it just depends on the person. Yeah. You can, but totally. do, you know, do you want to? And you know, yeah, the heart. <laughs> and then fucking Mary. <laughs> so it's the Colonel that puts it in her head that maybe she should go into public service. And Mary decides, to be a cop? <laughs> you know, you find that funny, but I'm also like, I can see this girl becoming a cop. Okay, I totally can. You're totally right. What I, what I, by the I, way, this is part of my question. So yeah, go for oh, it. Oh, okay, cool. No, but like, but why, why I laugh about that is because like, is, is why Wilson and the Colonel are laughing about it, which is that like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like really dude, like, like you go from zero to 60 route, like real quick. Yeah. Like that's where you landed. Like not, I don't know. I mean, there's like a million options and you choose to be a cop. Like, damn. Okay. And all them other assholes thought postal service. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so like when she texts, when she tells Wilson about it, Wilson's like, uh, no, yeah. <laughs> like, how about no? 
And then then it becomes a game of like, well, to spite Wilson, like she's definitely going to do it mm-hmm. until her dreams are shattered when she finds out that she has to be 21 to apply to the academy and she's only 20. So then her plan B is to become a firefighter. Because that's so easy. Yeah. They go through way more natural. Like, you can't be a cop. Be a firefighter, I guess. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? But, but, but I could see her being a cop. It's so weird. I could totally see her in the uniform with the holster and shit. But does it happen? Okay, here's the thing. I, I, the answer to your question is I don't know. But I also I, I don't have any visual memory of Mary in a uniform. So I'm going to go ahead and say that she doesn't become a cop. Okay. I don't know why. I feel like I, I can see her in a uniform. I also don't think she becomes a firefighter for the record. Oh, yeah. Fuck I'm gonna, that I, shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay my claim now and say she never becomes a firefighter. I, I, yeah. But, that I know. But that I could... Well, no. Not no. Uh, that I agree with you. But because it's because so, it's so dumb how exactly. she's like I'm just be a firefighter instead. Yeah. But for some reason, I can see her being a cop, and that's why I wanted I to ask. Too. Like, I can't do. You, do you kind? Do you know if she? I don't know. The, the The answer to your question is I don't know. Could you imagine her being a Sergeant Michaels? No, Sergeant Michaels is like way too plugged into the Glen Oak life. <laughs> I don't think any cop should be like Sergeant Michaels. No, definitely is not. Is my point. Yeah, <laughs> like, definitely not. Sergeant Michaels is like way too plugged into everything. Yeah, dude. Um, speaking of whom, we haven't seen him in a minute. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, I guess we saw him towards the end of last yeah, but season. He, I mean, but uh, no, of course we don't see him regularly anyway. Yeah, but let's be real. You know when there's a problem with the Camdens, we'll see Sergeant Michaels. Oh, for sure. He's never too Or just far. like a problem in Glen Oak in general. Yeah, <laughs> like, just walking by. He'll show up. Hey, Camdens. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Okay. So that's Mary, right? That takes care of Mary's whole deal. Yeah, she decides to be a firefighter. I think that's kind of where they didn't, leave it. Didn't Lucy also call her out on it about like becoming a uh, going into uh, postal service or no? No, I don't think that's this episode. Oh, I fucked it. That's okay. We don't talk about it. We know. Listen, our rewind, listener, delete. It's our, all good. Our, listen, I'm gonna <laughs> open, open, whatever this is. With open door, I guess. Right. Our, our listeners know the deal. They know we do two episodes <laughs> per recording. They know the deal. They know. Um. Does it does it suck that we've like just completely like not kept no. the doors closed on that? No. Like, does it suck? I don't know. Listeners, let us know. Like, yeah. do you care? I don't think you care. I I feel like behind the scenes shit's like kind of cool to know. Hey, I but don't guys, know. how do you expect us to have a life? Like, <laughs> seriously. Like, I mean, plus we have to release two episodes a week, so like we could only do that if we recorded two episodes a week ourselves. Anyway, like, yeah, literally, physically, it's only possible that way. Yeah. So there you have it. <laughs> to you um so i think that's mary i I think that covers mary and well okay and just one more note the only reason why i think i can see mary like mary's still following that path of being a cop or something you saw her in swat (laughs) ah shit you're right i did see her in that no no it wasn't swat i'm wrong 18 no, it's the one with the with the helicopters that have the AI that like take over with Jamie Foxx. Uh, 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 yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Fuck. Ah, whatever. Yeah, that anyways. movie. Um, uh, but uh, that now you. Uh, I'm sorry. No, the no, reason no. you can see Mary following through is with because, the like you said, like uh, 
this is after September 11, and, like, I'm ah. just wondering if this is going to lead her into that. That's a very interesting point you just made. I hadn't thought of that. I thought of that after you mentioned it, and I was like, well, maybe I can see this working now, because I don't... Because when like she said, said and she's cop, in New York, oh my god, yeah. all the pieces are falling, like, putting coming together. That makes a lot of sense. We'll see, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I just see her being a cop for some crazy reason, yeah. and I don't know if... And I could be wrong, is. obviously. Like, I mean, just because I don't remember seeing her in uniform doesn't mean she wasn't. Like, I... Who knows, honestly. It's a very good point. Watch her just be a bookkeeper. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Except she can't do math. Oh, yeah. yeah. She can't figure out that she's not 21. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay. Um, so, I kind of think I want to deal with Annie next. Oh, please. Let's talk about Annie. Okay. Annie, crushing it as always. Nailing it on all fronts. Um, she is going through menopause, bottom line. Yep. And, and I think the problem that, that Eric is having or that she and Eric are having is that she's trying to like insulate herself. Mm-hmm. Like she's, she's not, I don't actually know. Like she feels like this is her deal. Like this is her thing to deal yeah. with. So she's not, like, looping Eric into it. No. And it's causing tension between her and Eric because of it. Because mm-hmm. she's, like, moody and she's tired all the time and she gets, like, angry, you know, like, seemingly out of nowhere or whatever. Yeah. And it's causing friction between in, in their relationship. And all Eric wants to do is, like, make her happy or, like, keep her happy or, like, whatever. And she's not letting him in to allow him to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's about it. <laughs> I don't know. I, In a nutshell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay, so there's two, there's two Annie moments that happen, like, in rapid succession, or, or like, in the same scene, I should say. Mm-hmm. One is in the kitchen after she's hung up with Mary, and she's, like making sandwiches or whatever and like one is for her and one's for Ruthie because Ruthie wants to eat in her room yeah. and she's working on something or whatever and but Annie had said that she wants Eric to take everyone out to dinner because mm-hmm. she's not in the mood to cook or whatever so so then we get this scene that like basically what it comes down to is like everybody decides to like back out of dinner Annie because she's tired Ruthie because she because she's working on her project and wants to eat mm-hmm. in her room Lucy because she's not in the mood which we'll, again we'll get, we'll get into. into Matt because he's decided to go out and look for a job because spoiler alert he got let go from his job from mm-hmm. the hospital which again reset we're no longer going to have the hospital set as yeah. Matt's workplace um, and then um did I cover? Yeah, and then and Annie and Mary because she's not there. So Eric's like, "What about dinner?" And Annie's like, "I guess it'll just be you and Simon." Now you need to do something about his attitude. What would you have me do? I don't know, but you better do something because I can't stand some of the things he says and does lately. It's like he's practically drunk with testosterone, and you know he better sober up before I sober him up because I'm not in the mood for it. <laughs> I fucking love that so much because I'm not in the mood for it. He better sober up before I sober him up. Like, she's such a badass. I fucking love Annie yeah. so much. When she gets all, like, that 
Like, yeah. when she gets all, like, riled up about something, like, I, she just, she shines. Yeah. Catherine Hicks, like, shines, truly, in moments like that. Um, and then, right after that, he, Eric decides that this is the moment he's going to address Annie's behavior. Yeah. Is there something going on with you that I don't know about? Something that we should talk about? Why would she think something's wrong with me? I was just asking. Asking why? You just seem different. Different how? You seem tired. Tired? <laughs> of course I'm tired. I've got seven kids and a husband. Who wouldn't be tired? I'm always tired. I've always been tired. It's just that I used to hide it better. And now I don't feel like hiding it anymore, okay? I am who I am. And that's who I am. Your Popeye the Sailor Man. Toot toot. Fucking Eric. Popeye the Sailor Man. Like, was that the moment? Was that the time to make that joke? You know, but it's, I think, true to men in general. They're just insensitive and stupid. You know what it is? It's true to marriage, I think. Yes. It's true to married life, which I say, obviously, not being married and, like, not being in a serious relationship, but... And the, and the fact is, I don't know if you did, I don't know if this is true for you, but the minute she said, I am who I am and that's who I am, yeah. I went to Popeye yeah. and I, and I, and it was like hilarious to me that like Eric also went there. Like, is it's, it's, it's the obvious joke. Exactly. You know, like it is the obvious joke, but also if I'm Eric, I'm like, now's not the time. Now is not the time. She's clearly upset. Like, don't make yeah. a joke now. For some odd reason, he understands like, emo- he has emotional intelligence to Everybody else but his own home. I know. I swear to God, we see this over and over again. Eric is fucking clueless. Yeah. When it comes to his own fucking family. Yeah. Like, he's the worst. Popeye's the... (laughs) She does. She, like, runs out of there in tears. With the tray and a glass of milk. (laughs) It's terrible. And then he, like, chases after her. And he, he, like... I don't want to say confronts her, but he like stops her in the hallway, like, "Hey, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, I just I said something stupid or whatever." And she's like, "Oh yeah, stupid. Like you left the twins alone in the kitchen right now." Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking Eric, like can't win. <laughs> it's amazing. And then sure enough, we go back downstairs, and the twins are like, like making a mess of the kitchen. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. Chips everywhere. Um, yeah, just great. Again, Annie is, Catherine Hicks, I should say, is crushing it, playing a woman who's, like, going through something. Even if it's not hormonal, it is hormonal, obviously, menopause is all hormonal and whatever. But, like, but whatever the, whatever it is, like, she, she's nailing and playing these, like, these, like, clashing emotions coming mm-hmm. on her all at once and like yeah. you know trying to handle them and like letting them get the best of her and all of this at once mm-hmm. like she's doing such a good job here she's just crushing it um i like i like annie crazy i do too i do she's so good like she's just great yeah. i don't know and then and then of course the scene in like one of the mornings or whatever, <laughs> when when Eric goes to get a cup of coffee. Hmm. <laughs> decaf. I thought I noticed a, a difference. Why? Why decaf? I just seem to be a little sensitive to caffeine, so I quit drinking it. 
think that's why I'm so tired. Hmm. The last time you were sensitive to caffeine... Was it when you were pregnant with the twins? No. No. When was it? I don't know. Is there anything you want to tell me? <sighs> yeah. Maybe you should pick up a second coffee pot if you want coffee with caffeine in the morning, you know? I'm sticking to decaf. I love it. I, I mean, don't I get me wrong. It. I love the shit talking she's get. Like, I like what she's doing to Eric, but I do understand Eric's pain about decaf. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not on Eric's side. I just understand the pain when it comes to decaf. Can you believe I've lived as long as I have and I've never once in my life had decaf? I've had a sip. A sip. I'll never have it again. I've never tried it. I don't even know if I would know the difference. I guess I would. I don't know. Uh, I can't even imagine what it tastes nope. like. Nope. I've had a sip just to try because someone ordered it. I'm like, uh, I'll just get an Americano. It's just a watered-down coffee. Yeah. Tanks. Yeah. That's yeah. a great yeah, yeah. You know, solution to yeah. the decaf problem. Yeah, just give me watered-down coffee over decaf. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's it. I know. That's that's all I have to say about it. I know some people live off of decaf. I apologize. Not my taste, but it's okay, cool. No, Bye. and I mean, listen, too, like... Like, obviously, when you're pregnant and stuff, mm. I think you have to care about that shit more. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, know God, that's works. heartbreaking. <laughs> I know, right? You can't have sushi. You can't have coffee. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. What I, even is pregnancy? Yeah, I know. I think that the hardest part would be sushi. Dude. Where I'm like, nah. And, and I know, I just know that, like, my crazy pregnancy craving would be sushi. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Thank I, you. that would be all I would want. And I, I know I can't have it. I want oysters. <laughs> Seriously. I want the blue crab. I just want all the raw fish. Can I have it, please? Yes. Give, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't have a hand roll? What? Shit has to be cooked? <laughs> Although, okay, let's be real about this. Like, for generations, women would smoke and drink while pregnant. And true that. I'm sure there were some birth defects that were a cause of that. But, like, millions of people turned out fine, okay? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> that reminds me of, what was it? Uh, uh, have you seen Hairspray? The, uh, the movie Hairspray? Not the line The original one. one with Ricky Lake? No, uh, the, well... The more recent one yeah. with Amanda Bynes. Yeah. <laughs> with Amanda Bynes. And Zac Efron? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one. And uh, John Travolta? The truth is, I can't remember the one with Ricky Lake. I've seen... Me neither. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't remember. I know I've watched it, but I can't... I, I went to um, the Hollywood Cemetery, uh, Cinespa? Uh-huh, there we go. It's like, a, it's like a film festival that happened. That one, I did go to the, I, I did go and see Hairspray there with Ricky, with the Ricky Lake version. Ricky Lake did show up, which was kind of cute. Oh shit, that's cool. Um, but that scene, Good Morning Baltimore, the first, the opening. Oh, right. When you see the two moms, you know, uh, Pregnant moms, like just chilling at the bar with a martini and a cigarette, waving. <laughs> at, at, oh my god, yeah. that shit was just hilarious. It's I was so like, I'm like, oh yeah, that was real. That was a time when that shit was real. Yeah, and I mean, Mad Men. Yes. Mad Men, like she's like literally like blowing smoke in her baby's face. <laughs> like, God, it's just. I mean, I'm, again, I'm not. I'm not saying let's go back to that. Obviously, I'm not yeah. advocating for that. That's terrible. But I'm just saying. Like, if you wanted to have a hand roll, it wouldn't be the worst thing. I don't know. I know. I'm like, can I just have, like, one? Just one. Like, I bet you could have one, like, once a week and you'd be fine. Right? 
I mean, come on. Yeah, I, but I don't even have it once a week now. I wish I did. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If you had it as often as you have now, that's true. You'd be fucking fine. Yeah, I didn't have like, it like. Let's be real. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they allow women to have a glass of wine now during pregnancy, like one a night. You know, mm-hmm. which is excessive in, even in general. But like, you could. Is it though? No. I mean, <laughs> not by my standards. <laughs> Listen, we are not here to shame anyone. No, clearly. <laughs> or their sushi habits, or their drinking habits. God, now I want sushi. Look what you did. Damn it. So do I. I really want a blue crab hand roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want it so bad. Okay. okay. <laughs> we really got to get to this episode, though. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Okay, so. Annie's going through some... Oh, wait. Damn it. I didn't have it queued up enough. And he's going through some... Ch-ch-ch-changes. Ch-ch-ch-changes. <laughs> <laughs> that literally happens three times Thank in this you. episode. Thank it's you. too much. I know. It's excessive. Mm. It's and, and it would be cute if, like, different characters did it. But, like, Ruthie does it twice. Yes. And it's like, nope. Done. I'm done with useless, cutesy, bullshit Ruthie. Like, I don't need that. Yeah. Ruthie cut her hair. She did. That's shorter. It's shorter and it's, and straight. it's still flattened out. Yeah, yeah. it's not curly curly. Mm. Which, don't quote me on this, but I feel like this is the Ruthie hair we're gonna see Damn. through the series end. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Did we cover Annie? We'll we'll talk yeah. about the final scene at the end because it's really cute and it's like after everything has happened yes. and that final scene. We'll talk about that later. Um, let's talk about Lucy. Okay, it's either Lucy or Simon at this point. Uh, Maybe Simon. Uh, let's Simon. All right, Simon. Okay, let's talk about Simon. Um, so Simon's whole deal in this episode is like, I'm a man, I can do what I want, I don't need this shit, <laughs> whatever. <gasps> um, when he and Eric have this aforementioned dinner that was like all hyped up for the entire first half of this episode. Seriously. They have a conversation. I didn't know you were that interested. I'm that interested. In guitar? That's what gets me out of PE. Well, I hope you're also doing it because you have an interest in music. Well, yeah, I have an interest in music. Who doesn't? Maybe we should just get the uh, guitars out and see what you know. I mean, I know you know a few chords, but I haven't heard you play in a while. In fact, this is the first time I've heard you talk about playing in a long time. And now you see why. Why? Because, Dad, playing the guitar is not some project for the two of us. It's something that's going to get me out of PE. I'm almost 16 now. I'm a man. And you and Mom may not want to see it, but I am. I'm a man. Can we go now? You know, Simon, maybe you are a man. And whether I see it or not, I'm going to start treating you like a man. I'm even going to ask the entire family to start treating you like a man. What does that mean? Well, I guess it means you should start acting like a man. Which he then follows up with, like, separate checks and makes Simon, like, take care of his own portion of the meal. Which, uh, okay, I, I understand what Eric is doing. But, like, okay, you asshole. You know your kid doesn't have the money. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I take that back. Simon is the fucking bank. Yeah, exactly. I take that back. 
Exactly. So. Actually, you said that, and that, and you reminded me because I literally had forgotten about that myself. Yeah. I was like, oh, because I was about to agree with you. Like, I know, right? Yeah. But, like, I, and I was about to stick to that, and then I was like, but wait a minute, Simon's everybody a goes to Simon for money. He's got the money, but okay, but let's be serious about that though. You're he kidding. doesn't work. Yeah. It's a, it's allowance money that he's, exactly. he obviously is good with. He saves it. He you know whatever, but it's allowance money. And given what Eric is going to try to do to, like, teach him a lesson or whatever, I feel like he can't really rely on that much anymore. Yeah. So how does the Bank of Simon cope with that, you know? Yeah. Uh. Exactly. So all's well. I mean, whatever. Like, I think Eric is not wrong for sort of taking, like, the hardline approach with Simon. Mm-hmm. Because Simon's attitude sucks. Let's yeah. be real. Like, Simon is being a little shit. Mm-hmm. Like, flat out. And, like... And he needs to be taken down a peg. Or, I don't even know if that's the right term. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he needs to, like, I understand. He needs to sort of come to terms with the fact that, like, yes, you're not a little kid anymore. Mm-hmm. But... Being a quote unquote man comes with certain parameters. Yeah. That if you want to be a man, then you're going to have to live in those parameters. I'm you know? so, I, you know, it's weird, but I'm just really annoyed with I want to be a man. Like, can we just say I want to be an adult? That's true. I hadn't even thought of that. But no, it, like, is, it is there's, slightly problematic. I, but I, I, it's not like it's, it's just annoying to hear. Like, I understand a young 15 year old. Wanting to be a man. This I get. And I understand why it's coming from Simon to say I want to be a man. But I'm just annoyed of hearing I want to be a man. Like, what the fuck does being a man mean? Yes, exactly. But, and I think to answer that question, for Simon, it means, like, having agency and having... His learner's permit. (laughs) Yeah, which is really all it comes down to. (laughs) Like, like it all boils down to, like, four weeks, six weeks. Like, I don't know. But, like... Yeah, I mean, I think in today's world, right, mm-hmm. you would, like, oh, like a quote-unquote woke dude or whatever yeah. would say, like, I want to be an adult, you know? Yeah. But I think that's kind of what he is saying, and mm-hmm. he's just using terminology that's a little outdated. I you know? know. It's just It was just annoying to hear. I totally. That's it. That's all. Totally it was just annoying. It. Yeah, I totally get it. Um, so it starts with the separate checks, right? And then it goes into, like, not waking him up for school in the morning. Yeah. So that Simon is, like, two or three hours late. Like, it's Mm -hmm. 9 a.m. and he's just waking up. And he, like, freaks out. Yeah. And Eric's, like, all calm and collected. Like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, figure it out. (laughs) Uh, He can take the bus. Did you just say bus? Yes, the bus. Well, school bus stopped running hours ago. Yes, but not the public bus. It stops at the corner and runs right by your school. The public bus, the transportation preferred by men without cars. Of course, you can always take your bike. That would be the transportation preferred by men with a concern for the environment. Why can't you or mom take me? Because I have to go to work and your mom has things to do here. Besides, surely you don't want your mommy and daddy driving you places. Well, I don't want to take the bus. Guess you'll have to walk then. Also very manly and good for you, especially if you're dropping P.E., which, by the way, you can't do without parental permission. (laughs) How's that for changing his attitude? So you think a few days of that is actually going to work? I don't think it'll be a few days. I think it'll be a few years. And it'll work. No, I'll see to it that it works. Or I'll come up with something that does work.
I get it. No. If I'm Eric, I, know. I get it. But I'm. But when Simon walks out of his room with like his watch in his hand, it's nine a.m. Like he's so lost. Like where am I? He's like, he's like um, what's happening? <laughs> like it's nine. It's nine a.m. <laughs> I think, I think, no, I know that's how I would behave. It's nine. It's nine. Because <laughs> it's happened to me where I miss my alarm, even as an adult. I have oh, overslept. Dude, and I, and I, I don't even know what the, the point of out. alarms is anymore. Oh. I don't even remember the last time cell I woke phones, up to an alarm. Cell phones are the worst thing because they taught us to snooze and to have multiple alarms. And like, you've just become used to that shit. It's I mean, no joke. I'm not even making this shit up. Like, I set... Okay, I have a 5 a.m. alarm, a 5.30, <laughs> a 6, 6.30, 6.45, and a 7. What the... F- what? I have, I would say, for the last year, woken up at 7 a.m. every day, <gasps> completely alarmless, just woken up at, like, you know, 6.59, 7.02, whatever... Like every day, really? having completely missed all five of the alarms that I set, like <gasps> as if they didn't even exist. Like, what is even the point of having a fucking alarm? Like, I, my brain just does not register the alarm anymore at all. Wow. At all. At all. That's, that's, that's. It's bad. Is it's what it bad, is. but it's also kind of impressive. It's impressive that my body just wakes up at seven. Like, I yeah. guess that's been trained into me or whatever. But, like, what the fuck? Like, like no, like, my body's used to waking up 6, 6.30 on its own. Yeah. But I still have an alarm just in case if I fuck up. And it's happened where I've had my alarm just in case and I have slept through. And that happens at least maybe once or twice a year. It does happen. It happened the beginning of this year. Okay, once or twice a year. I'm no. talking a year consistently. No, but like when it happened. <laughs> I longer. I woke up at, what was it, like 8.05 or something? I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> like, this is, a, like, I'm usually maybe 30 minutes late, like, to my alarm. Not 8.05. I was like, what the fuck happened? And of course, like, I just ran out of the house at that point. But, yeah, I mean, that's all you can yeah, do. Yeah, you can do You're just like, do I have time for coffee? You're like, not even on the way. <laughs> no, not even, honestly. I mean, and it's crazy. And it's gotten to the point where, okay, those who know me, because I know that there's some listeners out there that do know me intimately, but, like, I do this thing from time to time where I don't sleep for days at a time. <laughs> like, it's like a problem or whatever, it's I like guess. It's like a problem. I guess, quote unquote. But, like, it is what it is, okay? I'm not, that, that's not my point. My point is that a lot of what stems that mm-hmm. or, like, what starts that, that cycle of not sleeping for a few days is, like, I'll have a night where I just, I'm, like, wired and I can't sleep, right? Yeah. And then it's, like, three in the morning. And I and I'm I haven't slept, and I know in my brain I know because of like patterns and shit that if I were to fall asleep now at three a.m., there's no way I could get back up at seven. There's yeah. just no way. So I'll like keep myself up through the night so that I don't oversleep mm-hmm. and like not late to work or whatever. And then and then once you've done that for a twenty four hour period. 
I'll I'll go I'll tell everybody it's really easy to do it for forty eight. Yeah. And 72. Like, yeah. really easy. I don't know. It's really we- easy. It's, it's weird. not healthy. It's not great. No. But it's easy. It's weird because I don't know what you're running on anymore because that oh, happens delirium. to me. Yeah. Pure delirium. Yeah. I call it my 16th wind. Like, <laughs> like it's not, it's past second wind at that point. Like, it's, it's literally just like delirium and, and adrenaline. Yeah. And just, that I usually, pure will. I don't yeah. know. That usually happens to me during the summer. Yeah. Usually during the summer, I, Why I'll the go summer? through that. Like, is it the heat? It might be the heat or something, but I know during the summer, that's an issue for me. Hmm. It, it'll happen where, yeah, maybe about like for two days in a row, I'm not sleeping. I'm hmm. up and yeah. I'm wired as fuck. Yeah. And I hate it. But like by the second day, I'm usually like dead. Like I'm I'm dead on my feet. Yeah. Like to the point where like now I'm at work because I'm, ha- I'm at work and... And I haven't slept in over 48 hours or 30 something hours or whatever. And I haven't slept and I'm at work and all I really want to do is fucking close my eyes. (laughs) Like all I want to do is sleep and I can't, you know? And then, and then the fucking 16th wind kicks in again and then I'm up again for another 12 hours. It's, it's a cycle and it's vicious and it's terrible. I'm not advocating for it whatsoever. But I'll say that it usually stems from a night where, for whatever reason, I'm wired. And I'm like, I got to stay up because if I know if I sleep now, I'll oversleep. Yep. And then and then the rest is history kind of thing. You're either oversleep or you don't get enough. And you were like the biggest. You're just mean. Oh, my You're God. You're just mean. You're just oh rotten. Forget it. It's terrible. And also, speaking of caffeine, like, I don't know if you're this way, but if I, I've realized I've I've like marked the patterns. If I don't have caffeine for more than two days in a row, like don't even look at me. Mm. Forget talk to me. Don't even look at me. Like you don't want to be on that side of Lady J. You just Mm. don't. You just don't. Like I am, I'm not me. I'm like, I'm a fucking monster. (laughs) Like I like monster is putting it lightly <laughs> like it's like just don't even bother because mm. it's a fucking shit show um okay so simon's a little shit eric's trying to teach him a lesson um that's about it yeah loose really let's talk about or should we talk about matt it, it's so easy Listen, the only reason I say that is because what's... Uh, did you notice the question speak? So, oh, yeah. Remember in last season? In last season when they when they called it out, they were like, are we just going to speak in questions or whatever? Yeah. Now, I feel like as a meta joke, they're purposely doing this. It happens yeah. twice in yeah. this episode. Once at the beginning. What are you doing home? Well, didn't mom tell you I got laid off? From your job at the hospital? What other job did I have? Well, what are you going to do? Well, what can I do? <laughs> Look for another job? What, you don't think I'm looking? Are you looking? Well, of course I'm looking. Where? Where am I looking? <laughs> well, I'm looking all over. You know, all over where, specifically? <laughs> well, okay, I'm not actually looking. Other people are looking for me. What people? Well, Hank and some other people I worked with, they're making phone calls. Are you making some phone calls yourself? No, but I'm going to make some phone calls. And when? Tomorrow. Why not now? Dad, I haven't been out of work 48 hours. Come on. You can't afford to be out of work for 48 hours, much less you know, 72 hours or any hours. Wait, is something wrong? Is something wrong? Didn't you just tell me that you got laid off? Yeah. I got a lot of people to 
take care of around here. You know, and every little bit helps. Believe me. <laughs> every little bit. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 comical, like yeah. truly, like it, they nail it. And then once again, at the middle of the episode, when Matt gets a job, did you just get home? Yep. Yeah, I just had enough time to come by and pick up my books. Wait, didn't Mom tell you? You got a job? Yeah. <laughs> Where? Wait, you know the free clinic? Which free clinic? Is there more than one? Would I be asking <laughs> if there weren't? Yeah. On Sycamore, I'm the four to twelve shift. Isn't that practice mostly... Pregnant women? Mostly. And then, other women with other woman things. <laughs> okay, I want to ask you, what do you think he means by other woman things? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know what that means. Like, what are other women things? Like, seriously, What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh my lord. It's just funny. Yeah. They're like their constant like question speak that they do. It's it's funny. And I I, I got to tell you, Matt in this episode is totally parrot number 3. Oh god, right? Which I mean actually let, let let me rephrase that. He's just like the other adult in the house now, weirdly. Like he's not he's not one of the Camden kids. He's just like another adult. Adult. Yeah. Like 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 you have Eric and you have Annie and then there's Matt. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. He's like he's like there, you know. Did did uh uh, I don't know if I should ask this question. Anyways, <laughs> now you have to. He throws a condoms here, right? It's not condoms. It's a pregnancy test. It's a pregnancy test. There we go. There we go. It's something around sex, guys. I don't know. I can't remember if it was he condom brings, or pregnancy test. He brings home this brown bag there full we go. of like contraband and like yeah. hands it to Eric and and Annie's like, mm, "What's that?" <laughs> It's really funny. Um, what I love is like Eric opens it, sees what it is. We we the audience don't know. He sees what it is, and he like he basically indicates to Matt like, oh no, this is not the right thing. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when and then Eric and then Matt's like, well, next time. Yeah. <laughs> Eric's like, no, <laughs> not gonna happen anymore. Seems like Matt's good. <laughs> oh man, it's great. God, have you seen that movie, Something's Gotta Give? With Stephen Collins? Yeah. <laughs> no. That's... That's the other one. I said that's so. because I said so. Yes. But like, Something's uh, Gotta Give. With Jack Nicholson yeah, and Diane like, Keaton. Yeah, when they're about to do it, he goes, uh, condom? She goes, menopause. He goes, look who's lucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. That's the sucks about being a woman okay i'm sorry but it does like it's all on us it's on us it's always gonna be on us which is yeah we're we hold the fucking keys to the reproductive castle fuck you <laughs> like fuck all of it it's a reproductive castle i love it <laughs> fuck that was the best oh god i want a poster of that we oh. hold the keys to the reproductive castle? Yeah, I want, like... We should put that on a shirt. God, that should be at oh Disneyland. Oh, my God, we should put that on a shirt. Can you put that at Disneyland? Like, right at Sleeping <laughs> Beauty's castle. Listener, <laughs> will you buy a shirt that says... Female listeners, will you yes. buy a shirt that says, I hold the keys to the reproductive castle? Let us know, because we will make that shit happen. 
I want that shirt now. <laughs> Fucking A. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. God. Or like, can it be with a unicorn? And, <gasps> and like a rainbow. Yes. And then it says that in the rainbow. Yeah. Ooh, with the castle at the end. Can it be Sleeping Beauty's castle? Like, you mean Disneyland castle? Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it just looks like it. No, Maybe wait, not. Disneyland castle is Cinderella's castle. Is that different from, from Sleeping Beauty's castle? Uh, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, I don't know my Disneyland. Whatever, now. man, the castle. A castle. <laughs> okay, table that discussion, because that's happening. <laughs> Um, fuck yeah. Um, okay, so Lucy and Robbie? Sure. Did I say too much? Wait a minute. Like, what I want to know, I, I know you kind of did, but wait a minute. Is there something that's gonna happen? I don't know. I don't know, but can I tell, can I tell you right now? That you I am wanted to? all fucking about it. Oh, you wanted to. Yes, queen. I am so but what, for it. But what's gonna happen? Like, let's It'll be, be terrible. real. Let's be real. It'll be the worst thing that ever happened. Robbie will get kicked out. It'll, it'll all blow up in flames. Oh, Robbie would get kicked out. Oh, for sure. In a heartbeat. In a second. Can we also talk about who's living in the apartment that Annie built over the garage? Thank Apparently, you. no one. No one. No one. Like, what a waste of space. Like, Luce, go there. Or Matt, or Robbie, or fuck someone. Matt. Nah, yeah, fuck, fuck Matt. Matt. He wants to be in the house. He wants That's to be true. in the house. That's very true. <laughs> oh, I want to play this. I want to play that clip about that garage, actually. Okay. You know, I was thinking maybe she'd be more comfortable in the room over the garage. Maybe I'd be more comfortable in the room over the garage. <laughs> <gasps> That's one of the few times I've like lolled at Eric. Yeah. <laughs> like I like I like really appreciated that level of humor. But whenever he ad- when they addressed that, I was like. Yeah. So and no one's, no using, one's it? using it? Like, it's pointless. She built it for Mary, right? Oh, yeah. Remember right? the builder? What was his name? James. James. Oh, James. <laughs> was, the hottest kiss we've ever seen on the show. Remember, I was like, remember that builder? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So, okay. Lucy's back. Yeah. Like, talk about, again, re- resetting last season or mm-hmm. from last season. Lucy is back. She's back from New York, unceremoniously, just like showed up on the Camden's doorstep, um, and isn't talking to anyone. And she hasn't refuses unpacked. to. Yeah. Hasn't unpacked. She literally has not left the spot on her bed yeah. for like days or whatever. Mm, so sad. Clearly miserable. Uh, clearly didn't leave New York in a good way, like on good terms or whatever. And the Camden, like, Eric and Annie especially are not idiots. They can piece together that, like, something happened with Jeremy. Yeah. But Lucy refuses to talk um, until she goes to Robbie's room. Yeah, and talks to him. (laughs) And, like, just, like, walks in and she just... I forget, like, does she say I want to talk or does he come to her and is like, do you want to talk? And she, like, like nods yes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Long story short, she comes to him to talk and they, like, they have this, like, long, hug? very intimate hug. <laughs> like, where she's just, like, crying over his shoulder and he's crying over hers. And then, like, Ruthie at some point sees them from the hallway and, like, yeah. gives them this, like, look like, what the fuck is going yeah. on here? Yeah. <laughs> It's a great look from Ruthie. Um, and then we get maybe my favorite moment of in the entire 
five and some change years we've been watching yeah. the show. Like, it's literally my favorite fucking thing that's ever happened. I I watched it over and over again. I laughed every single fucking time. <laughs> it's it's the fucking greatest thing that's ever happened. We fell asleep in here. You fell asleep in here. Shh. You 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 idiot. Shh. You're the idiot. You're the one who came in here to talk to me. You're the one who let me cry on your shoulder. You could have kicked me out. Not could have, should have. I'm a dead man. Now get out there and get this over with. It's not like we did anything wrong. You like living here? <laughs> <gasps> you, you, you idiot. <laughs> I can't get over it. It's the greatest fucking thing that's ever happened. Robbie is like unironically, like just at a loss of her words, <laughs> calls Lucy an idiot. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's the greatest. It's the best thing that's ever happened. You, you, you idiot. <laughs> you, 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 you idiot. <laughs> oh my god. But seeing them in bed like that together <laughs> was cute. It's adorable. It's cute, but I, but, but I will say I like there was no um, moment of like, Oh, we just like no! Oh my god, it's completely like like. First of all, they're in panic mode. Like, yeah. there's no time to even think about anything because they're immediately panicked. Exactly. Like, oh shit, we fell asleep together. Like, oh no. But just like the tableau of them, like lying clothed on top of the covers with her head on, on his shoulders, mm-hmm. like asleep, is just so fucking cute. It is. It's adorable. No, it is. It, it's sweet. But again, I just love how they were like, what the fuck? We slept. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't nothing. There was no romance, nothing. nothing. That's why I, I think that's why I loved it. Me too. More than if it turned into something. I'm like, ah, shit. I would have hated that. I, 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 I think I agree with you. Or I shouldn't say that. I do agree with you. And I think you're right. Like, yeah, I think it would have cheapened yeah. the adorableness of the moment. I think that if adorableness it turned into something. Yeah, I think that adorableness was for us. And the moment it got funny, you're like, yes, okay, I appreciate this more, and I and I like their friendship more. And it's made even better when when she, when they think the coast is clear. Oh, so she like Thank so she like Jesus. goes into the hallway, and the, there's Eric within the <laughs> same breath. Thank you, Jesus, on his knees. You know, happy praise the Lord, and then Lucy comes out of Robbie's room and he goes, "Fuck!" <laughs> it's worse. He like looks up at presumably God, God. and is like, "Really?" really? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so great. It's just, oh my God, everything about this is great. And then it's made better when, <laughs> when like. That next day, like that night or whatever, mm-hmm. I guess I don't know. Like Lucy comes into the kitchen and is like, "Have you seen Robbie?" <laughs> and like you know, and Eric's like, "Ugh," and like sits her down to like have a talk with her. And before he can get two words out, like Robbie shows up and is like, "Let's go to the movie, Luce." Yeah, you know, whatever. So like Eric sits them both down. 
Movie starts in 10 minutes, Luce. We better get going. It's just a movie. Sit down. Is this about last night again? Because, again, we didn't do anything except talk. We told you that, and you believe us, right? Robbie, right now you're having a tough time getting over Mary. And Lucy, you're evidently having a tough time getting over Jeremy, or at least I would assume that you've broken things off with your fiancé. I just suggest that you two uh, look elsewhere for comfort, because clinging to each other may be very convenient, but it's really not a good idea. Why's that? Because you're not really brother and sister, so it's really not a good idea. I don't get it. I don't want you two together. <laughs> I blocked out this entire scene. Why? It's the best one. <laughs> I think I. I <laughs> Robbie's great in this scene. No, Robbie's great, but I think I blocked this out because. Don't plant a seed in my head. Oh, I see. What I you think mean. that's what happened to me. Where I was like, I was like, oh god, of course this conversation was going to happen with Eric. Of course, you know what I mean. And so I just blocked it out. It's also weird. I mean, okay. In the in the general sense, I understand Eric's whole deal is like he doesn't want Lucy and Simon and Robbie together. Like yeah. bottom line, he doesn't want to see them. He have doesn't any want Robbie with any Camden. Doesn't want to see them anything happen between them. I get that. Yeah. If I'm Eric, I get that. But I don't quite understand his argument that it's bad because they're not brother and sister. Like if anything. That makes it okay, right? Like, like the fact that he's like, don't do this because you're not brother and sister feels incongruous to me. Like, it doesn't feel like a good enough argument. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm just like, you reminded them that they could get it on, bro. Exactly. In fact, you've strengthened the reason they could do this. Like, it doesn't make no sense. Like, uh, uh... Uh, what did you just do in your own home, bro? Exactly. Shut up. I will say this, though, and I I don't... I'm not going to go on record with my official bet here, but I just kind of want to, like, think out loud or whatever and say, like, I actually don't think Lucy and Robbie will ever get together. I don't want them to. I don't think they should. Yeah, I, but I don't want them to. I like this... I like this chemistry... Yeah, and it's like fun tension. Yeah, to where Let it, it doesn't have there. to be a will there won't they? It just yeah. has to be like kind of cool, like kind yeah. of like exciting. You yeah, know? let it just stay there. Yeah. What the f- is Mike Pierce gonna be? <gasps> oh my god, we know he is right. And Jeremy, Jeremy, holy fuck, he's coming back again. Jeremy's gonna be back in two episodes. And Mike is going to come back in what? One. Like, oh, come on! I know. I, you just reminded me I had forgotten of that. Forgotten of that. But re- notice I was like, oh, come on! You gave Jeremy two and Mike one? Well, exactly. What does that mean? Uh, uh-huh. I'm not happy. Exactly. I had completely forgotten about that. Fuck. Okay. 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 Mm-kay. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah please tell me we did it i feel like we did okay cool i'm feeling confident i just want to play a couple of clips because okay as much of an exposition machine as ruthie is in this episode she does have a couple of moments does where she? okay a here. couple <laughs> where i'm like okay you got a joke in cool one of them is when she's talking to 
No, Eric is talking to someone. <laughs> I don't really don't Eric remember. Eric is friends with somebody. Eric is talking know. to someone, <laughs> and Ruthie comes down and, like, sort of, like, indicates that she, like, heard or whatever. Mm. The cycle of life, ain't it grand? Listening in on a private conversation? Well, you don't want everything to change all at once, do you? <laughs> I did appreciate that. I love that. Like it's like, it's like a wink and a nod. Like Ruby's yeah. always going to be that eavesdroppy yeah. kind of you know person. Um, and then the other the other moment that really stood out to me as like a Ruthie moment was, um, well, this one. Mom says to tell you she needs you upstairs. I think she wants you to take me shopping for a bra. Kidding. I'm not planning on ever wearing a bra. <laughs> I, that's cute. It's, it's yeah. It's a joke that lands. Yeah, it's it fine. Does. Eric's face when she says that is like shocked. You know, it's just funny. Um, that's about it. Okay. I'm feeling good about that. I think so too. I think this is our like longest for first episode, maybe oh, I or maybe I close to season one. I don't. I don't season know. one first episode I know was pretty long, only because I'm a lot sure of shit was. happened. I'm sure it was, and it was our first episode it, exactly. Um, but yeah, this is yeah, this is dangerously getting too long. Um, <laughs> so let's wrap this up. You're welcome. Um, ratings. <laughs> I know, I, and you know, I'm a little confused. I don't know if I want to give this a six or a seven because. I'm laughing more as I'm talking about this. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh. <laughs> and then I'm like, uh. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, son of a... You know what? Seven. Only because I, I, I find myself laughing more about this. So I'm going to give it a seven. And, I, and it probably doesn't deserve it, but fuck it. Well, I would say that I think it does, because I'm also going to give it a seven. Oh, we're friends. We are. I I think it does. I think this falls into the seven category. Okay. Because it's an... I mean, of course, you know, we've always been different with our readings yeah. anyway, but, like, I, I think it's it has its moments. As far as season premieres go, it's maybe one of the better ones. To be honest, I can't really remember no, it, all of them. No, it's probably one of the better ones. Let's be real. It, it feels good. It, it was... It was complicated there was like lots of things going on Mm -hmm. but in a way that didn't feel unwarranted yeah you know and it yeah it had it was good like yeah i think it's it's worthy of a seven nailed it it at a seven level all right level seven (laughs) (laughs) seventh level um (laughs) can we record that (laughs) Yeah, it's recorded. No, no, <laughs> no, no. What, no, like, I'm make it a... This is what we've been doing. No, no, no. But, like, keep it a thing. Like, every time someone's about to say a seven, you're like, punch it, you know? <laughs> it just comes out. Yeah, you know? yeah. We should do one for all the numbers. <gasps> and then just play it for the rating we're going to give. Ooh. Okay, now we're going to behind the scenes. Offline conversation. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay. So we asked and you guys answered. We have three iTunes reviews to read, T. Thank you so much. Oh my god, it's so exciting. Okay, but seriously, who liked us? <laughs> well, 
you might be surprised to know, <laughs> or not surprised, I should say, that our very first rating came from Bruce A. Yes, I've read Bruce. <laughs> I, I've read Bruce's rating, and but awesome. we never read it on the okay, air. Let's and, do it. and granted, he did leave it um, on in May of 2017. So shout out to Bruce because he's for, shit. for being the best. We love you, Bruce. Um, he's he. It's a five star review. And he says, Lady J&T provide overviews, summaries, commentary, ratings of, and lots more along the way that are interesting, insightful, and entertaining for each episode of the long-running 7th Heaven show. Most of the podcasts include some discussions that go off on a tangent or two that add to the enjoyment. And that was back in May, and I feel like that hasn't changed at all. No, Like, we are still the tangent queens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. And then we have another review from Anna and it's titled, you don't have to watch the show to like this podcast. And it says, I should, I should preface this by saying that I have never watched an episode of seventh heaven. (laughs) Welcome to the club, Anna, (laughs) nor have any interest in doing so. (laughs) I get you girl. I mean, I I, I get it. If it, if it wasn't for lady J, no, listen, listen, we watch it. So you don't have to. Okay. Yeah. However, I do re- religiously listen to every episode of this podcast thanks to its hosts. Lady J&T will make you laugh, cry, ponder, and wonder how this show lasted so long. <laughs> we still think about it. <laughs> Seriously. It's all we think about. <laughs> it's a podcast about a TV show, yes, but the hosts are filled with pop culture knowledge, related life anecdotes, and plenty of thoughts on the human condition to keep you entertained for hours. Oh, what a oh. thoughtful review. That's awesome. I might cry. Um, but I won't. <laughs> um, and then our final review comes from Breling7, and it's titled, It's Strange Looking Back at the Show. <laughs> hey, Lady J&T, thanks for entertaining me each week as you review what now seems like an odd part of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I find this podcast after I happened, I found this podcast after I happened upon a YouTube clip of Seventh Heaven. That's interesting. Are we linked to YouTube clips? (laughs) I started remembering aspects of the show and realized how poorly many of its messages have aged. (laughs) The obsession with marijuana, the strict abstinence-only messaging, the neglect of issues like abortion or homosexuality. I was wondering if I had any thoughts on the following. Oh, wow, this is long. One, could a show like this air today? Two, if the show were airing for the first time in 2018 with the same basic premise and characters, what changes do you think we'd see? Keep up the great work. Oh, thanks, Brawling7. That's awesome. Oh my god, I love it. We got love. Yeah, this is awesome. (laughs) I also recognize that reading these five-star reviews feels like just us patting ourselves on the back. (laughs) Takes... Which is why, which is why I think we opened this up like to everybody. We said, and we will read any review that you leave on iTunes. One star or five. Yeah. I'm putting it out there. One, five, leave a five star review and make it shitty. We don't care. We will read it. Make it funny. We will read it. Um, the point is not to read. I mean, we love messages like we've just read. Trust me. We love it. Thank you so much to our listeners. It's it's crazy that we even have listeners. Like I know. it still shocks me every day that people are like tuning into this thing twice a week. But um, and we love you for it. But um, 
but definitely like feel free to roast us in the in the reviews. Feel free to like tell us <laughs> what you hate. <laughs> like we want to know. So we we welcome all of it. Um, and with that, I will say what I always say, which is don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the places, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, t- Tumblr, you name it, we've got it going on. Um, you can send us an email at show at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys and you know, we, we, we read every single email and a lot of times we'll, we'll read them on the air so we can talk about them. So mm-hmm. please feel free to write to us and until next time. Bye. Bye.